0: Hi, this is Freddie Spencer coming to you after the 2018 MotoGP race at Motorland Aragon, the third race in the sequence of four events that will be held in Spain this year. Now, Aragon, the first time I actually went there was early this year for the World Superbike Race, and it is out in the middle of just the plains of Spain, and it's it reminds me of the high desert in the western part of the United States, and so it's a track that I would actually feel pretty comfortable on, and I think it has a lot of interesting aspects to it, and it certainly is challenging for the riders. One of the most challenging parts is one that can catch you out is turn two, being that it's one of the few right-handers, and and in fact, we saw that a couple times this weekend in practice, riders pushing and and falling off cold tires, uh, maybe pushing a little too hard, too quick before the tire got up to temperature. But it certainly can catch you out. It's also a track that um, was going to produce, I think, an interesting race, except for what happened on, on Sunday. But first, let's talk about what we saw in practice. Right away, Mark Marquez was, was quick. So was Hori Lorenzo. And Dovey was his self, just steady, bringing it along. And so we kind of have a set pattern that we're seeing now. The two factory Ducatis and the one rider that is able to run with them is certainly Mark Marquez. And what it would have been interesting to see with the championship if we could have started out in Dovey and certainly Jorge, too, could have got off to a better start in 2018. Uh, little changes and that's really what is very interesting and I'm going to talk about in the show not only with the equipment but in mindset. One of the things that that we've seen with the Ducati this year is some small changes uh, to uh, adapt the bike specifically to Jorge Lorenzo that has made the difference in his belief in being able to push the entire race. And we've certainly seen that improvement and his comfort level has increased. And he's been able to do a few things. One is running the soft compound tires that is, he's been able to manage, not only in cooler conditions and, and non-abrasive tracks, but even in abrasive tracks in warm conditions. And to be able to get the most out of it and utilize that. In fact, he, we've talked about and he talked about that his crash of Misano, that was certainly, he felt, due to having to run the harder front and just a one or two degrees more lean angle in that left before the front straightaway at Misano and he, and he had the low side and so going into the weekend we, we know they got the equipment down and you can see that comfort level but it's the mindset example with Jorge Lorenzo that I just talked about that he has improved and gotten comfortable on the bike and just that alone he feels from the very first practice he's on top of it and he doesn't get behind. And he doesn't have to try to play catch-up come Saturday or catch-up come Sunday. He's right there. And so that is certainly shown in the performance. And I know Mark, uh, Marquez knew that going in this weekend. And you could almost see from the beginning that he wasn't going to allow the race to go not his way. And you could almost see his aggression level. Even though he has the point lead, I could see it. You could see that he was just had one mission in mind, and on Sunday afternoon, if he didn't win, it wasn't going to be because he didn't give it 100% or, or backed off a little bit to maintain and, and maybe a little more um, safety margin. And you could see it in his crashes. Um, you know, he, he certainly crashed, and and as he had done, uh, we saw the, the race before, and so, you know, he's he's feeling that so not so much the pressure, but he doesn't want to, to lose that point lead. The other riders you could see with Cal Crutchlow right there when, in qualifying, he put in a good qualifying time. Andre, Andre Ioni, um, he was right there with the Zuc-y, so was Alex Renz, but Ioni, we've seen that he can certainly run that one lap pace, but could he put it together in the race? And again, belief. Being in the right position, being there was going to be the difference. At the under, other end of that spectrum is the Yamahas. It's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy that they're going to struggle. Now, I'm not saying the bike it doesn't need Of course it does. And you can see it across the board. It's not just Maverick and, and Valentino now, but in Johan Zarcos. And even though he's, he's on the older bike, um, they all are struggling. And some of that is certainly, and maybe most of it, is the motorcycle. But it's also their mindset. They don't feel like they're going to be right there. Look, look at Valentino. Two seconds he was behind what fastest time was in his 18th quali- qualified position. Now, some of that was is that at the end of Q1 on Saturday, he didn't get out there in time to put in that last run, certainly. He would have went quicker, and, and he knows that. And maybe he could have gotten into Q2 and things would have been different because he would have started farther up the field. But still, it's, it's, it's almost not a complacency, but it's certainly they expect it not to go well. And... I hope that gets fixed, certainly for Valentino, this stage of his career after the long history to be in 18th position is not something that he wants and certainly his fans and you want to see him and he certainly wants to be able to do better. But they're going to have to do something about that, whether it's engine configuration, certainly in the electronics, and so they'll, they'll hopefully get it figured out. But I will say that the rider's going to have to be involved with that. Not just in pointing out the faults, but trying to get themselves in a better position to do well. Look at what happened with Alexis Espargaro. Now, he struggled on the Aprius. Scott Redding was talking about his bike he can't even ride. And, and But going into this weekend, last year at Aragon, was the best that he finished last, in last season. So he already went in with a better mindset, and look what he was able to do in the race. He was right there. Now, certainly that motorcycle's not as consistent, and that's what the Ducatis and the Hondas have over, certainly the Yamahas and it's obviously the other bikes in the field, the Aprias, and, and so that is, that is something that's gotta be improved, but still, you can see what going in, but believing that it can be a good weekend, how it makes the difference. And Aspargaro did a great job. It was so I was so happy for him, and certainly for Apri and the team, because that's going to motivate them that they there is light at the end of that tunnel, hopefully. But the Yamals, as certainly, are struggling. Now, as we got into the race, the expectation was that coming from that pole position, you certainly expected Jorge Lorenzo to get a jump, try to get in front, and try to pull away, and It all ended in turn one. Now there was certainly some controversy about what happened between Mark and and Jorge. Now Jorge knows what he wants to do. Mark certainly knows that that is exactly what Jorge is gonna do, is get through turn one, get in the lead. Mark chose at the last moment to run the softer tire. Did he wanna be in a position to where he's gonna have to try to run Jorge down? No and he charged into turn one, and he ran wide, and that forced Hori wide, and it was interesting because when you first listen to the video with Horry, it sounds like it started breaking traction off throttle, and that's what it looked like to me, and I've, I've had that happen a few times. In fact, I broke my wrist at Laguna, the last accident um, that I had when I came back a little bit in 1993, cold tires, and turned to right hand, and went in there, and once a cold rear lets go, it is over. high side, there's literally nothing you can do. Jorge did say that he did even go to the throttle, and with the video, wasn't sure if I could hear that or not. So if it wasn't the cold tire, then obviously, uh, or let go before he got on the throttle, it was when he got on the throttle, but I think maybe it was a combination of the both, and just there was nothing he could really do about that. Afterwards, he certainly was disappointed. He blamed Mark, and it sounds like, though, that as emotions cooled down because um, I can understand the frustration Hori felt. As the emotions cooled down they talked and it seems like everything's gonna be okay and that's certainly be good considering they're gonna be teammates next year. But let's hope that Hori gets back. I know that he uh, dislocated a uh, toe and and, um, and there's you know maybe broke something on, on his foot. And but anyway, hopefully it'll be okay for the next round and um, it'd be, he'll be back and, and able to ride at 100%. Now, the race went as we expected, obviously, minus Jorge with Dovey and Mark, and what a great battle it was. You can see two different riding styles. Uh, it's one of the things that made the battles with Kenny Roberts and I so good is two different bikes, characteristics, two different riding styles, and we were able to put in... Um, put on a good show, and that's what Dovey and Mark does. The difference in this one was, like I said, you could see that Mark was getting, was aggressive right from the beginning of the weekend. And every time that Dovey made the pass, Mark came right back. We expected that maybe Dovey was going to set it up to do a last lap heroics like he has done the other times when they battled and he's come out on top. But this time it wasn't the case, and Mark really rode a great race and got the job done. And I know you could see afterwards how happy he was about that. But another great show uh, by the riders. And it should be interesting going into the next round. And we hopefully Horry will be back and, and, uh, and Valentino and Maverick will be a step closer. And it'll be a great race. I'm really looking forward to it. I hope you are too.